0: Hey y'all just one quick note before we jump into this week's episode uh, it was recorded before the big news about the disney layoffs was announced that is absolutely something that we are heartbroken over and we will discuss a little bit more next week and uh, uh francisco's our hearts are with you to all who come to our happy place welcome to the no guilt disney podcast where we have no guilt about our love for all things Disney.
1: We are three Disney fangirls who probably know more about the Disney parks than most grown women should. And we're perfectly okay with that.
0: We sure are. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Hello, everyone. My name is Teresa, and you can find me on Twitter at Gertie the Dino. I'm Jane, and you can find me on Instagram at RealMouseWifeWDW.
0: Hey y'all! I'm Patty Holiday from NoGuiltDisney.com and NoGuilt Travel, a travel agency that specializes in Disney and Universal vacations. You can find me on all socials at NoGuiltLife. Life. Uh, and Jane, what did you say when you first heard me talking um, <laughs> when we got on to record this? Um,
1: how do I say this in a a G-rated manner? You don't <laughs> sound very lovely
0: today. <laughs> Oh, that was very nice. Uh, yeah, she didn't <laughs> quite put it that way, but um, <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to comment, guys. Um, I feel, I feel, I feel fine. This is just like our, the allergies. We've had crazy swings in temperature here, and this happens to me every spring and every fall when that decides to happen. I love Virginia and I love the fall, but it doesn't like ease its way in it, it like it shows up one day sticks around for a day or two and then goes away and it's like summer again for a couple of days then it comes back to fall and then it goes away again anyway we're doing that up and down thing when that happens my sinuses and allergies get all crazy so if I sound a little throaty and a little uh, raspy that is why and uh yeah I'm fine though but uh Jane pointed it out immediately when I got on so I thought you guys might notice it too <laughs>
1: Well, I was worried that you were actually like losing your voice. And I know, like, first of all, I know like how hard it is to record when you're just like throaty.
0: Right. For lack of a
1: better word. Um, But yeah, so I mean, that's why I said it. I wasn't trying to like be mean. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Whatever. When I'm trying to be mean, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think that's true. That is accurate. (laughs) That is absolutely accurate. I'm just blatantly mean, then. (laughs) The New York comes out. That is absolutely 100% true. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. So that's where we are today. Uh, Okay. So this episode that we have for you guys today, it's it's kind of the Hot Mess Express episode. um, And I will take all the blame of that (laughs) on me because in my um, allergy medicine-induced haze, I was telling the girls last night, I was like, let's just do like a – news slash halloween kind of spooky kind of talk and they both went okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) correct (laughs) i don't think anybody knows what that means i don't even think i know what that means however if you're here hi welcome uh we're going to talk about a little bit of, of news that's come out to the disney parks um just recently some of it like is just breaking news i think Teresa just pulled one straight off the wire. As yes, we said, literally right
2: before we started recording, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is this is something that that works." That <laughs> I works. actually, as the person who hasn't been to Disney in a while, I'm like, "I don't have much to contribute." I was like, "Oh, but now
0: I do." <laughs> you totally do. You totally do. Uh, so we're just going to talk about a couple of, of new things that have that have come out, and then we are also going to uh, move into a little bit of my Halloween visit response and little trip report. I know we're not big on trip reports here, but this is something I think that might help those of you who still have some fall plans on the books. Um, at least prepare yourself for what to expect when you get there. Uh, dun, dun, dun. I am not telling you not to go. I'm just going to give you some information to set your expectations. How's that? Is that a nice way of putting it? Uh, <laughs> all right. So first up, first up, Florida. The entire state of Florida is wide open, y'all. It is now in phase three, which the Florida governor is basically saying um, that there will be no limitations from the state of Florida when it comes to what can be open and at what capacity and that sort of thing. So bars and restaurants are back to being open in theory, theme parks can be full capacity. Um, yeah, like covid Well, and I think right? the other
2: big thing was that I th- they're still letting like certain towns, kind of towns, counties make their own choices about how to do things and private businesses can obviously make their own decisions. But the one thing I saw was that they're basically any place that's requiring you to wear a mask. I think they're saying that they're no longer going to be fining you if you're not wearing a mask. Like the state has said that they're not going to be upholding any fines for that, which is interesting.
1: Which for... The purposes of what we talk about, which is mainly Orange County and Osceola County down here, um, there were no fines anyway. So none of that changes.
0: (laughs) Okay. Because initially
1: they had said they wouldn't wouldn't fine anyone because they just had hoped that everybody would do the right thing. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. that doesn't change for us at all.
0: Yeah, so what uh, what that means for Disney World, I know online in all of these groups I'm in, it's a pretty even split out there for people who are saying, I won't go until they allow us to come in without masks on versus people like me who am saying, I will not go unless the mask mandate is in place. If you take the mask mandate away at this time, I, I just will stay out of Disney for a while. Uh, so there's definitely two sides of this uh, perspective. And it's, I've seen some polls, uh, you know, very scientific polls on Facebook groups, but some polls where it's pretty evenly split even in how the Disney community is responding to this whole situation. Uh, But I did read a statement from Walt Disney world communications and Walt Disney world resort. And they said, we received the governor's executive order and are evaluating it to determine what it may mean for our business. We are not making any immediate changes As a reminder, face coverings are still required at Walt Disney World Resort. So that's the answer for now. Does that mean that they're going to start, you know, maybe upping the capacity in the parks? Could be, right? Uh, But it doesn't sound like anything is immediately going to be like a switch is going to be flipped or we're suddenly going to see pre-pandemic levels of people in the parks just yet.
1: No, so um, what I have heard through the grapevine, which is completely not confirmed and/or may not be accurate, is that um, they're going to that Disney's going to continue with masks, requiring masks, everything through the end of this year at the very least. Um, that they're really focused on what the CDC has to say, and so they're go- kind of going to follow where the science is, but that when they do get around to lifting, that they probably will not announce that they're going to lift it. And they'll just sort of relax and try to forget the it. Enforcement.
0: <laughs> so the people that walk in and wear it around their nose, uh, they're not they're just going to not be told to put it on
1: yes eventually when they get there so right now things are status quo till the end of the year that's what mm-hmm. that's what i've been told that they are still they still have cast walking around with the wear your mask signs um, you know they still want people you cannot walk around while you're eating and drinking with no mask on you have to sit down and so all of the rules prior to this opening of our state are still in place and none of that has changed and that um from what I understand that will be in intact through the end of the year.
0: Yep. That makes sense. I mean, uh, yeah, they don't lot would, to lose, you know, like that's correct. I think even if the other theme parks do decide to go ahead and make some changes, I still see correct. Disney as, as being the, the last one to lift a lot of things, um, because of who they are and what their status is. And so, yeah, I, I see that I respect it.
1: Yeah, I already saw that Universal is testing fingerprints again, Um, mm. you know, and touch points and things like that. And to be honest, um, you know, I know a lot of our listeners haven't been here. Not only are they not having you put your fingerprint down, but it's completely covered. <laughs> so, yeah. like, they don't even want you to, like, accidentally put your fingerprint there. <laughs> I, I just, I don't see, I don't see Disney taking it lightly. And the other thing is, it's hard to it's hard to lift something and then what happens if it doesn't work and it goes in the other way
0: Uh, and then I have
1: to start all over again.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I think that that's one of the biggest issues that any of these theme parks have to consider is if there is some huge outbreak that gets linked back to them, that perception could be devastating. So yeah, definitely take their time with making their choices. I think that's a, a smart move, but anyway, Point being, guys, uh, Florida is wide open. Take that as you will. Know that before you go and you make your plans, good, bad, however you see uh, that information. Uh, But as far as Disney specifically, as of this recording, (laughs) uh, they have not made any major changes. Uh, The other thing to point out that came up uh, this week, I don't know. Did you guys see a lot of the chatter that there was supposed to be some... Uh, commercial being recorded at Disneyland, and um, Josh was going to be there. Josh, tomorrow. Uh, from um, last week, yes. Uh-huh, from last <laughs> week, and everybody was so excited about it because they thought it meant that we were going to get a Disneyland opening date.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, that didn't quite happen. <laughs> what did happen, though, is they they did make a recording, and it was um, – a a basically a recording to kind of put pressure on Governor Newsom in California to reopen Disneyland. Now, I'm not in California. I'm not following that one nearly as closely. But my understanding is uh, California has opened up a lot of things uh, or have given the metrics, not that that everything's wide open, but they've given a lot of metrics uh, for different types of industries to, to meet in order to open. And it looks like uh, theme parks, just for some reason they they're not they're not tackling that yet. They they haven't given them even what they need to do exactly to know when they can move forward. And it's very frustrating for everybody. So, City of Anaheim, this was Anaheim Chamber of Commerce and uh, Disneyland. They actually did partner together. They created this uh, this video. Have you guys seen the 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 recording? If not, I'll put a link in the show notes to the OC register. Um, But it's basically saying, come on, man, if anybody can do it, Disneyland can do it. Let us open and prove to you that we we've got this. Right.
2: I feel like they've had a little more of a challenge versus Walt Disney World because partially because Walt Disney World does have more like more space and it's a larger size. But also because of the. I guess the people who go to Disneyland, it's such a bigger population of locals compared to Florida tends to be more of a a destination. So I think for them trying to figure out with everybody that's going there is going to be staying in the same circle. I feel like that's got to be where part of their challenge is with, doing it safely, but it's it's been fascinating that I definitely never would have expected the the timing between when what Disney World opened and Disneyland had their date to open. I never would have guessed it would have been this long and still ongoing.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I am uh I'm really I'm really surprised that it's taken this long. Um I would have thought just the opposite though, Teresa, that actually because they are going to have the same circle of people like, you know, a smaller, they're, they're not bringing in people from across the country or across the world to Disneyland right now. It would be a lot of the locals that just having, you know, if the numbers in that area are kind of under control, then why wouldn't you open it? I guess was, was the way I saw it. For
2: me, it's because I think it's the percentage of annual pass holders and people who could feasibly try to go on day one is a large, and it's just more people. Who would try to go immediately versus with Florida because so many people do travel in a lot of people canceled their travel plans or, you know, airlines were cutting down on flights. That's why I was thinking that because so many people are already in the area, as soon as they start to reopen, I think that, you know, people descending to try and go back is going to be just a bigger push than what Florida saw.
1: Oh, well, for but sure. Doesn't but doesn't the reservation I, system? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I think say, they said they're, they're
2: still going to yeah. do the reservation system.
0: Yeah, so the, the reservation system will be in play whenever they do open. But it's more a case of like California won't give them the okay. And that's what they're getting frustrated with. So so here's a fun little thing that might be coming out of all of this. In the running circles, there has always been this ongoing discussion about um, Run Disney versus the city of Anaheim. I have no idea the level of truth of any of this discussion. I do understand that there was some contentions with city of Anaheim with um, certain uh, board members there and um, concerns that Disney was basically taking more than it was giving back, was the perception. And so there was some pushback from the city at some points. And a lot of folks have kind of blamed the demise of run Disney in Disneyland, on the city of Anaheim and Disneyland not being able to work together. But then when I saw this in the chamber of commerce and like maybe they're pulling together, maybe COVID and all of these folks that live there and, and you know, need Disneyland in order to survive, maybe that's kind of putting some, clicking some wheels together and they're like, oh, hey, you know what? We do need each other. <laughs> we do need to work together. So I don't know, I'm kind of hopeful that if I run Disney product, um, you know, ultimately gets back and we're able to run in, in big groups again, which right now that's a whole nother story, folks. Um, maybe, maybe something comes out of this and Disneyland and run Disney you know, are able to to happen again together, because wouldn't that be fantastic?
1: I thought there was some like, I don't know, some, some voting out of council people, and there were new council people or something. Maybe it was last year. So maybe this is sort of like both that like new blood and, hey, let's come together and put our city back together. Who knows? I just know that um, I'd like Disneyland to be open, even though I'm not going, I would just feel better if it was open. And that's really what's important.
0: is <laughs> how you feel? Yes. Yes. Absolutely
1: my feelings.
0: <laughs> well, I just think that the longer it goes on with these folks who don't have jobs, and that we've seen, at least from the Walt Disney World experiment here, that on some level, it can work, right? And and they've learned a lot from these other parks across the world, even that they've opened. So I, I'm I'm kind of on Team Disneyland side as well. Like I, I hope that they do find a way to safely uh, go ahead and get the okay from the governor. Which I I do respect his position. Like I appreciate that he's taking it so seriously, but at the same time. I also appreciate people needing, you know, to pay their mortgage and their rent and feed their children. So I I get it. Like it's this is all just such a big no win situation all over the place. But um, I just found that interesting and and thought it might tie back into a run Disney slash uh, Disneyland coming back sooner rather than later. I don't know. I could just be snorting the pixie dust and being very hopeful right now.
1: (laughs) I mean, one can only hope.
0: All right. Uh, Who texted? Who texted the Dancing with the Stars thing? I didn't even click on it.
2: So that was me. And that will have already aired by the time that this episode is coming out. So maybe it will be terrible. But scrolling through Twitter earlier, all of a sudden I see... Just an image of the Main Street Electrical Parade come up on my screen. And I'm like, well, I'm going to read whatever that says. And apparently tonight's, um, tonight as we're recording this, their Dancing with the Stars episode is going to have some kind of tie in with the Main Street Electrical Parade. So <laughs> I think I have to, like, I've never been interested in this show before. I have never seen it. Don't care about it. This is the one and only time. <laughs> I may actually have to see what is happening.
0: <laughs> I think you, I think it's required um, because if they have that spinning turtle. My, my in turtle way, with my fancy hat. Yeah, uh-huh, come on. Uh-huh. You, <laughs> you, you need to see that, right? That's
2: really all I care about. I want to see somebody wearing, wearing bulbs that's, you know, flashing bulbs and then wearing <laughs> a fancy hat with a feather. Like who doesn't want that?
0: We want that, okay? So let's hope. Can you guys hold on? Can you guys hold on while I
1: run to my bedroom? All right, it's a I'll podcast. They don't get photo. the visual. <laughs> I'll text you a photo of some lights and me and a fancy hat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, all right. And then uh what was the
2: other news that you got was that just that was, on this? Yeah, so that that's not the that was not the big news that I teach earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I was texting them about. No, literally right before we jumped on the record, um D twenty three made an update. And so they shared We are excited to announce the next D23 Expo will be held September 9th to 11th, 2022 at the Anaheim Convention Center, which is typically the D23 Expos are held on the odd number years. So in in theory, it would have been in August 2021. I was not surprised that they pushed it back, Um, but then they added on a little extra note. D23 Expo 2022 will be a celebration unlike any other as we give fans a first look at the incredible plans for the 100th anniversary of the Walt Disney Company.
0: Dun, dun, dun. That'll be awesome.
2: Yeah. So like I guess I think a lot of people were looking forward to being at D23 in 2023 also, but it's nice that they'll kind of be able to use that as a big, a big kickoff moment for what those celebrations will look like, because I see that, you know, we've got coming up, um, Next year is the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. But I think being able to celebrate the Walt Disney Company, that's something that they can do on an international level. So they can kind of tease things that are going to happen, you know, worldwide. Um, so I think that's going to be exciting. It's a little bit longer to wait. But this D23 Expo is one of my favorite weekends every single, every other year. Um, so I'm excited to get back there. And I'm sure it'll be it'll be worth the extra year wait.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait what year is this? 2022. 2022
2: because
0: it's usually 2019 2019. okay yeah see I I told you I'm on cold Mm -hmm. medicines guys it's not computing today uh yes that's it that's an extra year that's that is an extra year I see that okay um what I also had to kind of laugh about was that that announcement is so hopeful but gosh Teresa like half of what they announced at the 2019 expo is gone <laughs> <has> been, is <laughs> it's been gone like it's been shelved this it, i mean i look back at those pictures and i was like yep all of that epcot amazingness that we were going to get by like it's gone um yeah
2: pretty much if they had if things were not already underway and instead of things, if they hadn't already broken ground, but they broke a lot of ground in Epcot and there's still a lot of things that are not going to be happening. (laughs) So I think it'll be, and by that point, you know, they might have some updates because so many of the, a lot of attractions that got announced are being, you said being postponed somewhat indefinitely. So they may or may not happen. Um, So even things like the spaceship earth, um, refurbishment and all of the changes mm-hmm. there like that's that's on hold and it may not happen at all it may look very different so i think there's usually the um, destination d events that they have um, on the years that they're not doing d23 expo so it will be interesting to see if there's a small destination d event taking the place in 2021, um, then it'll kind of be like an update. Like here's, here's where things stand at the moment. Um, but yeah, I think there's, there's a lot that they have to announce at that point, but there's a lot of things that previously were announced that who knows, who knows what will actually end up happening with
0: that. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And, uh, okay. So we actually had an off mic discussion on this and I was like, save it, save it for the podcast. Um, October 1st is just around the corner. And I think in normal times is when we would have been getting a lot of information um, about maybe start getting some excitement for the big 50th anniversary, which was going to be kicking off next year, right? What do we think we're going to get? What do we think we're going to get? Because... Universal just dropped um, the official announcement of this new uh, roller coaster <laughs> because nobody knew what it was before. Then <laughs> it was a big old secret. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of hilarious. I mean, Twitter has been cracking me up, of course, when it comes to this. But you know, there's Universal. Just don't mind us. We're just building this roller. Coaster, but don't look at it because they didn't <laughs> announce what it was. Nobody, you know, we didn't have an official announcement. But I was just there. I just saw this thing, and I'm not saying it's complete, but it's so obviously a roller coaster. There's even cars up on the track, up on the top hill. Like it's all it's wrapped up. You couldn't see what it, what colors or anything it was, but. They're moving very quickly on this roller coaster. So anyway, we finally got this big announcement. Um, What's it called? The Velociraptor coaster? The Velocicoaster. Velocicoaster. Okay. So we've got this big thing. And usually, you know, when Universal drops something big, Disney likes to answer. Or if Disney drops something big, Universal likes to answer. So what do we think? Do we think that we're going to see any exciting, awesome, amazing news in the next couple of days from Walt Disney World? I mean, so
2: I went through and I was making a list and there are a lot of things that in theory were already supposed to open, but have been pushed back or things that they've been working on for a while that we haven't really heard any updates about. So they, there's a lot of things they could talk about, particularly in, you know, in Magic Kingdom or especially in Epcot, because that's where, that's where all the magic is happening right now. (laughs) And it is Epcot's
0: birthday as well on October 1st. Oh yeah. All that magic. (laughs)
2: We so said so. I mean, we know we know Ratatouille is there and has been close to being done. I feel like mm-hmm. for a while there's the Space 220 restaurant that I feel like was supposed that was supposed to have already opened or been it opening was. around now.
0: Yeah, no, no, it was actually. I think originally it was supposed to open uh, before Princess Half Marathon weekend. Uh, it was last 2020. winter? <laughs> yeah, and then it got pushed back to like they were saying maybe April. And then, and the reason I am thinking these is because of the race weekends. Like I kept thinking, okay, well, I maybe I'll get to write, you know, go to it in January. Nope, didn't happen. Maybe I'll get to go to it in February. Nope, didn't happen. So then I had hopes for April. And then obviously we know it happened. So,
1: (laughs) well, I had heard that the space, and again, you know, take anything that I hear with a grain of salt, (laughs) Um, but I had heard that it was pushed back because there was some damage to um the glass like the window glass i guess that's like on the outside or something that it had to be replaced and that was kind of like a big thing so um so i don't necessarily know that it's just a hundred percent 2020 related as it is um like they uh, had like an actual like construction setback Hmm.
2: well and i know people have posted uh i guess this was a while ago, I can't remember exactly when, but people were posting that they've seen like the job listings, because it's a it's a third party company who's running that restaurant. And so people have seen like listings about hiring staff for this restaurant. So to me, that would indicate they have to have some kind of plan in mind. Um, And like I said, I don't, you know, everybody obviously would have hoped that we'd get some big announcements on the anniversary, but because of because of the situation we're in, I don't think there's going to be anything huge. But it would be nice to get just some kind of update on these these things that, in theory, you know, should be ready for people to enjoy at some point soon, even if the date's not close. Just tell us what that date might be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm always hopeful for news, and it will be exciting. But I also kind of, I don't know, my feeling, and this is in part... <clears throat> based on my most recent trip to Walt Disney World last week, like my Segway, see how I'm going to just ease right into that. I kind of feel like Disney is writing off this year.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, 100%. It's just,
0: it's just not, it's not going there. It's not going to make any, they're going to save the good stuff for when there's a time for them to really like pow, wow, and drop that good stuff on us. And uh, that's just kind of what it feels like right now. So Anybody that's listening, if you are looking at making a, you know, first time big experience trip to Walt Disney World, um, I do not come here. I would tell you, no, I would I would honestly say it is not going to be the experience that it could be, that it should be. And in part, I just think and I don't think Disney's trying to change that. I really feel like they're just like, look we're going to keep going. We're we're moving forward. We're moving forward at our own pace. We're not going to rush anything. And that was my feeling when I was there for the Halloween um, experience. I went down uh, basically just for the one day. I wanted to experience this uh, Halloween light, as we're calling it, um, so that I could let my clients know what the experience was like, if I felt it was worth it, that sort of thing. Uh, As well as I kind of felt like it was going to tell us what the holiday season is going to be like as well. Right. And they did already make that announcement. I'm pretty sure I saw, right. That the castle lights or the dream lights are not going on the castle. Yes. Okay. That's, that's huge. I'm sure there's a million reasons why they're not doing that, but Even if you just put a projection on the castle, that's gorgeous. That's pretty. But man, those lights, just like chef's kiss. Like they're just, they're perfect. And uh, that just kind of set the tone for me. So I was very curious what disney light <laughs> was gonna look like for these halloweens or for these holidays so here's my little no, trip call
1: report. it halloweens i like it when we get to have more than one halloween
0: <laughs> well Gosh. i mean technically we had half of september and all of october so we don't no. even we're not even getting as much halloween from disney as we do in normal years normal years it starts in august which we all complain about but now that we don't have it we all miss that extra month of Halloween's, don't we? Halloween's. I like that. I honestly. never
1: complain Tomorrow. about the Halloween's. <laughs> we know
0: 365.
1: <laughs> 365. Here's my take on projections. I've never been a 100% lover of the Castle Dream Lights. Like they're nice, they're pretty, they're cool, but I, I like I really don't go out of my way to see them, which I don't know, maybe that makes me weird. I'm pretty
0: sure it does. It does because they're amazing.
1: But If anyone's been to Hollywood Studios in the last couple of years, um, you've noticed that they did projections on Tower of Terror. And they do like some really cute little like shows and then they like make it snope on the street and it's just really cute and it's really super fun and if you haven't been out here to see that it's kind of similar to the projections that go on on it's a small world um for it's a small world holiday so i imagine that between those two ideas we're probably going to get something similar for the castle but i would anticipate that it'll be better hmm Because castle, I think it's really just
2: because with the new paint job, they just wanted people to take all these pictures without the crane in the background. (laughs) I think
1: that's
0: really what Disney was going for. Maybe.
1: I should also add in there that last week, after I um, was out late one night, I saw them testing the projection lights on Tower of Terror for Christmas on the way home.
2: Well, and I heard... Speaking of things that they were testing, I heard other things that were being tested. Go ahead. We we haven't talked. We did. We skipped that. So I saw one night just a bunch of people, my Twitter feed just filled up. They're like, I hear fireworks. Is that fireworks? Am I hearing fireworks? So I think it was the Epcot fireworks. Like it's where people, they were testing, like somebody saw them moving the barge into the water at some point earlier that day. So
1: fireworks? So harmonious maybe soon? um so yeah that could be an option and um it actually was the same day that they were testing harmonious was the same day that um i actually took a wrong turn trying to get home and i wound up going through the studio's parking lot and i was like i don't know how to do this and and as i was driving through i was like oh my god they're testing the christmas lights so i got really excited because that's one of my favorite things so yay Maybe it won't be so bad after all.
2: (laughs) But it still might be because they have not yet confirmed that Gertie will be Santa. (laughs) They talked about all of the other holiday things. And this was where, especially I'm like, I'm gonna, I was, I have not been to Disney in almost a year at this point. Are you okay? Very... (laughs) Very difficult for me. <laughs> I appreciate your your sympathy during this hard time. <laughs> um, but I had been thinking. I was like, okay, if Santa Gertie comes back, if like she, they officially announce, or I see that she's there, I was like, I will consider it. And then Florida made their announcement about like fully opening everything, and I'm like, well, now I have to reconsider all over <laughs> again, <laughs> just because of the like mostly dealing with the airport and those kinds of things. Like getting the getting to and from Disney is more of my concern than the actually being in Disney at this point. So, yes, so it's just Disney, bring back Santa Gertie. Let's confirm that. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> you know, we other people, it's, it's like the easiest holiday decorations you can do and nobody gets near
0: it. Just just let her be Santa and. Just give me make you happy, make you happy. I hear you. Well, uh, okay. So here's, here's my quick report, uh, which probably won't be that quick, but here's my quick report. First of all, uh, speaking of getting down to Disney, I drove the first time we went, which was the summer. And, uh, this time it was such a quick trip. I flew down and this is the first time I've been in an airport, uh, and on a plane since January of 2019 and I didn't like it. I didn't like the way I felt. Everything about the flight itself, about the airport, about all the precautions and everything that are in place, were one hundred percent solid, fantastic. It was a personal. I just wasn't comfortable because there were so many people uh, in a you know in a close environment. It made me feel better. I, I flew on Southwest. So there was a guaranteed extra seat, you know, in between. And Southwest actually had sent out something in my email that I think probably was a mass email to everybody where they kind of explained how their air purification system works on their planes. And it, it if it's real, which I don't have any reason to guess that it's not, it's legit. Like I want their f- version of how they're cleaning the air in my home, in uh, my kid's school, uh, <laughs> in every building and every restaurant, in everywhere, like it—it it sounded like it, it really helped kind of ease my my concerns. Um, so I, I think overall, in general, flying isn't unsafe uh, you know ultimately it was more though that Patty just you know I like being the master of my own domain and so when I'm in my own little car, my own little bubble, I felt like I could control what I was exposed to so much more than being on this flight with a lot of people uh, but it it wasn't it wasn't bad the flight itself was fine. Um, down there I was way more uncomfortable than coming back Coming back I was I was a little bit more at ease um, so that's just some thoughts about flying. Plus, it's a two-ish, two-hour flight for me. So it really wasn't bad. I think if I was flying, you know, five hours across the country, I might feel a little bit more uncomfortable and a little bit different about it. But from here to Disney, it wasn't too bad. Uh, When we got there, I checked out Universal and noped pretty much out of there almost immediately. I was there for about two hours um, it wasn't the crowds or anything. It was just that a lot of things were shut down, which I think does happen in the fall and the winter uh, for theme parks. But every time I wanted to, to go eat something specifically, I'd walk up to the booth and it was like closed up or I'd walk over to try something. And uh, that that attraction was down. And so Universal was just kind of a bust for me that day. Um, So I don't have a lot to report on that. But then we went over to Walt Disney World. We went and spent some time at Disney Springs. We ate a bunch of stuff. We did a little bit of shopping. Then the next day we went into the park. And these are the things that I want Walt Disney World to keep (laughs) for forever and ever when it comes to Halloween. First of all, the mini cavalcades. Keep these. Please, keep these. Don't. In all of the parks, I've loved them. I love everything about these mini cavalcades. And particularly for people who really, really love parades, which I never, ever would stop and spend so much time sitting and waiting for a parade. But you can catch a cavalcade all throughout the day now. And it was out there multiple times. This was, and it was so much fun. And I'm so much more willing to go watch and see them on that schedule versus, you know, camp out for an hour and a half to get the best spot in order to see this parade that comes down for 15 minutes. Right. So I really love the cavalcades. I really love that we, ha- we took a lot of magic shots. Um, I think only one of them actually came through our, my Disney experience, which was the <laughs> flaming pumpkin, but the, the magic shots that normally are only kept for the party we are able to get them. So if you are going down, get your magic shots because you don't have to pay the extra party fee. (laughs) Um, I also loved, I wore a costume. I was Cruella DeVille and I wore a costume without having to pay that extra party fee. And it made me so happy and it made, it made the cast members happy. I had a lot of people commenting, uh, mostly cast members commenting and, and giving me, um, compliments for wearing that wig uh but but it wasn't that hot that day so i really lucked out also <laughs> uh and then you know just random characters even if they're not a direct interaction but we were walking by the plaza and there was peter pan so you know stuff like that i i like those kinds of uh you know randomness uh, that that was fun i wish would we-
2: well, I think those cavalcades are great, too, um, because so many, I think a lot of the characters, it's, it's always fun meeting characters, but there are a lot of them that are indoors, especially during Halloween, so you don't actually get to see them. So it's nice that they have, like, everybody kind of out, so you all get to see them without having to wait in an hour-plus line. Oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, I love those two, and I agree. Um, that's some of the fun of those parties. However, this was a great... Alternative that's outdoors. So, in these COVID times, you know, I I really liked um, that opportunity. And the best thing ever happened. So, we walk in and we're kind of taking pictures, and I'm looking around. And in my back of my head was Jane saying that, you know, Main Street is basically um, decorated at about 20%. And uh, she's right she did not exaggerate guys. There's a very, I mean, there's a little bit of orange and yellow, but it's just not very decorated. And that was a disappointment. I was, I was a little sad that we didn't have more of that. And then in addition to that, I was hearing, um, born on the 4th of July, uh, going down main street. (laughs) where, you know, it's like fall and they've got the pumpkin heads and I'm, I want to get, and I'm in a costume and I want to get into this big like Halloween feel, but they're singing to me about 4th of July. It was, I, I, Disney, come on, man. It let the easiest thing you can do is press the button for the Halloween music versus the typical main street music. Let's do it.
2: I think they just did that. I saw people saying Ugh. over the weekend that there was new music, like Thank a new loop, and they were hearing um, like grim oh, grinning ghosts, and I forget some of the other songs, but I think it was this past weekend that they. It was switched really it over. bothering
0: me. So maybe the irritation on my face, like, came through, and they realized I was not just <laughs> in character as Cruella that I was actually annoyed with it. I don't know, but it was really it. That was that was throwing me off. So I am. If that's the case. If anybody's at the parks and can confirm that, please let me know because that would make a huge difference. That was really bringing me down a little bit on my Halloween um, experience. I wanted it and it was not there. So that's good to hear. Um, So those were all fun things. But we walk in and I'm taking our pictures and I'm looking around and I kind of notice over by the firehouse that there's a crowd, you know, standing. And one of the doors is open and I can see a horse there. But that's all I can see is just a horse. And I think, huh, somebody's about to come out. I wonder if it's the princesses. I wasn't thinking this through, but that was where my first went, that's where my head first went to was the princesses or maybe Gaston on the horse again or something like that from one of the cavalcades. So I was like, hey, um, I was there with my friend Tanya. And I was like, can we just kind of hang out here for a minute? I feel like something's happening over there. And she's like, okay, sure, whatever. You know, she's easy. And so we're just standing there kind of hanging out and whatever. And the trolley starts pulling out and I start jumping up and down because as soon as I saw the trolley, I knew who it was. Any guesses? Hmm.
2: There's nothing that you've been excited to see for a while. Like, there's nothing you've talked about recently <laughs> that you were really, really excited to go down there and I see.
0: I saw my dapper dance. All right. Um, this was the cadaver dance. And I just we timed it perfectly where we had just walked in and we were just kind of hanging out there. Thankfully, I looked over. I saw something happening. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait here for a minute. I wonder who that's going to be. And as soon as that trolley car started coming out, I was like, oh! <gasps> Dapper dance! Dabber dance! It's like a cadaver dance! So I chased them down Main Street. Yes, I did. And videotaped the whole thing, which you can find it in the Facebook group if you guys want to come over and see those videos. Um, and then they they go down on the loop and they go around the the hub and come back up. And so we caught them on the way back as well. So, uh, yeah, I got to hear Grim Grinning Ghosts. And I think they sang the boo to you, um, both of them, from Dapper Dance Well. I was there on Main Street, so that made me super happy. That can also stay, all right. So we can we can keep putting the Dapper Dan's on um, a trolley if you need to. I still think that you could give them their you know a couple of shows a day up on the um, the train, the train, uh, tra- train track, train, the train, train station. station? I can't spit things out, guys, um the train station, yeah, i could I could totally see them being up there, you know, so I'm hoping that they stick around more often, and it's not just these little cavalcades, but hey, a little bit of dapper Dan goes a long way, so I was so happy, uh so that can stay <laughs> now, things that we missed, we missed this we missed these things a lot, and they were not there, and number one was that music, so I am happy to hear that that might be coming back. The other things that I really missed a lot that I thought, man, if they would have just, I don't know the logistics and I don't know, are people still concerned about, I mean, the cast members are handing you food in gloved hands like all day long. So why can't they hand you candy or let you drop, you know, drop candy in your bags? I don't understand this, but I would really like the candy trails open or at least a section of candy trails open. Maybe not all through the parks like they used to. But you know how they have that back alley that they open up for overflow? Yes. And that when during the parties, during the Halloween parties, you start back there?
1: Yeah. So that's actually open um, now. They actually It is. Start,
0: they opened it because of the cavalcades. It is. And that's great. But why can't we have candy trails back there? <laughs> that's all I'm saying is I want candy trails back. I, I miss that. And Jane, if you remember... Last year, when we went, I was like, Ah, candy trails, I can buy candy at home. I remember (laughs) because we did not have a podcast
1: last year when Patty and I went to Mickey's Not So Scary together. I will just let all of you know that Patty fought me about candy trails, I did, um, and the parade, I did. and the fireworks so literally the three things that make the party worth it and she was like but if i don't get to red big thunder 300 times then like this is why people come to parties because there's lo- low lines and i'm like the lines are still ridiculous i'm not doing this so we finally had to call a friend we had to phone a friend who told <laughs> us that we had to alternate so i would get one candy line, and she would get to choose one ride. And we did get to see the parade and the fireworks. But now, here we are, 2020, and Patty's (laughs) all, where's my candy? And I'm like, (laughs) CVS.
0: COVID changes me, all right? All right? That's all I can say. Uh, But I did miss it. I missed that part of Disney Halloween, okay? So there's no candy, people. So keep that in mind. Uh, I also did not see... I saw probably two, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, two kids in costume. That was it. Oh, really? Really. There was nobody in costume. Now, I was there on a Tuesday in September. Maybe over the course of the next couple of weeks, there will be a lot more. Maybe they wait until the weekends to come out. But on a Tuesday in September, I saw two two kids in costume, and I saw about six different groups of... Uh, young adults like um, 20 is 20 ish somethings dressed up in full costume and they were fabulous and they did a just amazing job I took a couple of pictures of them so some folks were doing it but that was it guys there was not a lot of us representing and taking advantage of the fact that we could wear costumes into the parks again Early September, maybe it's not you know Halloween enough for people. I don't know. Maybe the news hadn't gotten out to them, but they really just were not. And I miss that a lot. I miss seeing all those kids in their costumes.
1: So I had um, tons of kids in costumes when I went on opening day. But I'm thinking that maybe that was an opening day thing because it was midweek. But um, you know, opening day people are are we're special. They're a little extra. Yeah, you guys are a little extra. (laughs) Um, but when I had gone on the Saturday, there was, like you said, like, almost no one in costume to the point that the handful of us that we kept did, like, we kept seeing each other. Um, it was always like, oh, hey, 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 because, you know, we're, we're costume Mm -hmm. friends now. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But we got tons of compliments because there weren't a lot of people that were in costume and you can't really meet characters. So people like... All day long, people were like, oh, my God, you guys are so cute. You guys are so cute. You guys are so cute. And I mean, like, I'm darling and all, but I'm not that cute.
0: <laughs> I'm on <not> a podcast, <laughs> not YouTube. <laughs> it, it's nice to hear. It's nice to hear, right? Um, and it was also cute because I had I, – there was a couple of parents who were like, look, sweetie, it's Cruella DeVille. And I'm, like, laughing in my head going, oh, this is how far we have fallen. Um, so they can't <laughs> see it's the real Cruella. They can't see. They're now going. Right. They're pointing out to their kid at Disney. Remember the time you saw Cruella the Villa Disney? Yeah, it was me. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, that I miss. I missed it a lot. Um, so that definitely there was a big different vibe. You know, feel when it came to that. It was just a very very few of us in costumes. And then the last thing that I'll say that I really missed a lot was the uh, grave diver, grave diggers, and their shovels. Um, there's like two, you, in the little cavalcades, you get a little smattering of people. And so I think there was like two grave diggers that came out, no shovels, um, no ball, ballroom scene dancers. Uh, oh, that's such, that's such an awesome part of that parade. As much as I hate the parades, I will mm. give it to you. Boo to you. That one is amazing. That, that sequence is so good. And, um, yeah, I miss that. I miss that. All right. And then to wrap this segment up, um, the things that I wish would not come back, <laughs> but I know they will. Oh, one more thing that I missed a lot, I and Jane touched on it. I love the rides. I love the attractions. And I missed, uh, last year, how many How many attractions had overlays, Jane? At least two? Three. 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 It, was three. it was Space
1: Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, mm-hmm. and... Maybe it was Monsters, Inc. was the third one.
0: Yeah. and Oh, and teacups. And teacups had. And teacups had something. Had the spooky stuff going on, right? Yeah. Yeah, they they are not doing any of that. Yeah. I'm like, really? You couldn't just flip off the lights at Space Mountain and put the sign outside that says it's totally in the dark? I mean, how hard is that one?
1: (laughs) No, because that costs $129 a
0: person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. That experience. Exactly. And there's your answer. So things that I wish would not come back. Number one, the party. I don't want the parties to come back. I wish this was something. I wish Disney Halloween was something everybody could experience. And I know, I know that's not going to happen. And I, even if it's Disney Halloween light, I still wish everyone could experience it for their, you know, their ticket to come in that day. And obviously, I, I can do math. I know Disney can do math, and I know that's not an option. But um, that extra party ticket I wish would go away. You know, I can get behind those mini cavalcades instead of the big stuff. I, I'm sure we need fireworks to come back. Yeah, that was it. That, so that's that's my Halloween experience. Some disappointments, some awesome some kind of just weird, it just was very low, low, low key. Like that's the best that I could say about this. Uh, we focused on eating food as Jane also did on her trip. I was with my friend Tanya. She is over on Instagram at Theme Park Snacks. So you'll want to... Go check her pictures out because she took all the food pictures. Uh, We did try the cream cheese berry float thing, that poor unfortunate souls float that Teresa says no thank you to.
2: Yeah, that's an abomination. That's, That's
0: all I have to say about it not even trying it just knowing what it is <laughs> I was so excited to taste it and I didn't care for it that much either it was not very I guess I wanted more of a cheesecake taste a, a, you know a, a cream cheese taste and it wasn't there it was definitely the one that we got was much more purple than it was white and didn't look like the picture and uh yeah you know we had a few bites and then we tossed it cuz it just wasn't that wasn't that great um true
2: This is what happens when you try to put cheese in things where it does (laughs) not belong.
0: All right. Remember that, Disney. (laughs) Um, Tanya also tried the Headless Horseman Rides Again, that uh, strawberry Dole Whip thing that Jane talked about. And she thought at first she was like, oh, this is too sweet. Oh, this is too sweet. But then I look over and she's eaten like, you know, three fourths of it. So. She got over herself and she ate most of it. <laughs> she did like it. That's over at Sunshine Terrace. Um, the big hit, though, with us was the pumpkin spice Mickey waffle sundae at Sleepy Hollow. Holy cow. It was amazing. I don't know if it was because everything else was so tragic um, that it, the bar was very low set. <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: that's the best way to describe the rest of the food. The tragic. food, yeah.
0: It just it was tragic. Um, but the pumpkin spice Mickey waffles, I think if I had the option to have those year round, I would. So that could stay on the menu for forever and ever. It was it was really that was really delicious. and of course, you know they got the the good ice cream and the cool though the, not the cool whip, but the whipped cream on it and sprinkles. Oh, so good. So that's it. That is my Halloween experience. Uh, to answer the question, is it worth going at this time? I still will say, if you want to go to Disney, it's still a good time to go, but, It's just so very different than what you have ever experienced in the past. And please set your expectations to those differences. And I hope by giving you a little bit of feedback of what we experienced, you can understand what some of those differences might be.
1: Um, Hey, Patty, why don't you share with our listeners how many rides you rode that day?
0: Look, The reason
1: I'm bringing it up, exactly. And the reason that I'm bringing this up is because... Um, you know, everybody's seeing these wait times are increasing. And it's true, they really are. And the lines are looking a lot longer than we're used to, because we're still six feet apart. And there are a lot of surprises where it will say 70 minute wait, and you will be on and off in 15 minutes. But um, there are as many People waiting seventy minutes as there are surprises. So when you say to Correct. set expectations, yep. that I have so many people that ask me that question, I say all the time, like you have to really check your expectations. Like this is not four months ago.
0: Well, it's not, and I will. I will say that, and and part of the reason we did not ride a lot of rides was because almost every line we saw was rather long. It wasn't even just the the wait. Times that were posted, um, we didn't see anything posted for less than 45 minutes at Magic Kingdom. But the line, uh, for example, the line for uh, Snow White's uh, coaster went all the way around to the front of Ariel. And Mm -hmm. that was posted at a 60 minute wait, which in normal times that would have easily been a 120 minute wait right? Um, and I and I get that. But it was still, people were waiting all the way out there. In other words, the lines were long. I mean, the, the lines are long. Um, at that particular time, moment in time, when we were sitting there eating that um, poor unfortunate soul's shake, and I was looking at the lines going, huh, that's, that's interesting to see. Um So we did not. However, we were following, and I cannot remember who it was we were following, but there was an Instagrammer who was in the parks with us, and so we were following what she was doing. And she was posting that, like, at one point, I think it was Splash Mountain, she got in line, and it said 70-minute wait, and it was only 15. She was on and off in 15. So your expectations just gotta be adjusted. You don't know exactly what those lines are going to do. I would not, again, if you wanna go and you wanna ride the rides, then go and get in line and and ride the rides. But just understand it's not what I experienced back in uh, July when we were able to get on everything within 10 to 15 minutes. This is definitely going to be a longer wait, even if it's only a 20 or 30 minute wait in reality, it could be upward to 60 or 70 minutes. I felt some of those lines were not moving. That was the thing too, is that this snow white line didn't move very quickly. So I, again, maybe it was a cleaning cycle that we were sitting in front of and we were watching. I don't know, but it wasn't moving very quickly.
1: Yeah. I mean, that definitely happens. And the other indicator that Lines are getting longer and more and more people are there is, um, you know, not just the photos on Twitter, um, but also that park hours have been extended. So it's not consistent that they're being extended, but they're doing it on, it almost looks like a a week or maybe two weeks out. Um, but as they're starting to see more and more, they're starting to extend the park hours a little bit more, which is great because it means that people are working, um, and, you know, maybe they'll call some more people back to work. But it's, you know, a little worrisome for no fast passes, and waiting online and packing patients. So
0: well, and plus, uh, the whole appeal to me of going to Disney when it was lower capacities, was that I wouldn't have to wait in line, being so close to people for a long period of time. So this is one of those changes that I accept and I recognize and I make sense. It makes sense to me that it's happening, but it's also something that's going to factor into my future plans of going back during this time of COVID is I would have gone, you know, earlier when we were in and off of things and we weren't standing in line for long periods of time. I'm not as comfortable with standing in line, even six feet apart from people. I'm still not comfortable. It's just a personal thing. Um, I know the science and I know, you know, what, what, what the deal is, but it, it's Patty weirdness. Right. And so for me, that was part of the, also the reason that, uh, both Tani and I were like, ah, you know, we're not, we're not excited about standing in line, uh, to write anything, especially since we have written these attractions a bazillion times. Right. So it wasn't, right. wasn't like it was something new for us. So we came from that Perspective where we could skip rides this trip and we were okay with it. Not everybody is going to feel that way or be able to do that. So, anywho, yeah, yeah, but yes, you you got me, Jane. I did not ride a single ride at Magic Kingdom after giving you such crap about it. Here I am. I have to admit, I didn't do it either. <laughs> but Tanya is like, you know, I mean, maybe this is what happens when you start treating the parks like you're a local, even if you're not one.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what happens.
0: Start being like, eh, it's fine. Can do it the next time. Exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Teresa, do you have any questions or anything that I can answer for you?
2: I don't think so. You know, because I've been keeping, I've been keeping up with on Twitter and between you guys talking about your experiences, I feel like I've. It feels a little bit like I'm there, and I get to I get to hear things at, at some point. I'll go back. I assume. <laughs>
0: just we'll see I, when that I is i get it i get it well the way things keep changing i mean at this point i don't have anything scheduled to go back and i don't know when i will make another trip back so i get it like it's as they always say in this what is it this ever changing always unprecedented, unprecedented times. there we go oh
1: lord I thought I had a shot of tequila every time I heard unprecedented times.
0: Correct. Uh, so, uh, anywho, I'm just glad people are back at work. Uh, I, I still felt safe in the park. That was also very important for me to point out. Some folks, uh, in front of the, uh, castle who kept taking their mask off to take their cute pictures and there was this one cast member who kept going over there and she was like standing in front of them and she was just like I'm just gonna stand here and watch you take your pictures because you're gonna leave your mask on and they were like oh okay fine (laughs) I was like you get them girl but people just leave your masks on like don't make somebody come in treat you like that just leave your masks on
1: i know it's crazy All
0: right, and so if you have any other questions about
2: what it's like to be in the parks now if you have any suggestions about what you'd like to hear on a future future episode um if you want to be featured in our next mailbag um, or anything else that we discuss make sure you reach out to us and let us know and jane where can they find us you can
1: email us at no guilt at gmail.com Or you can come join us in our Facebook group, which is No Guilt Disney on Facebook. And make sure you join us
2: each week on the No Guilt Disney podcast, because as Patty likes to say,
0: it's no fun to fangirl, Disney Halloween alone. Bye, y'all.